Welcome to Supply Chain Partners TV and podcast, where we discuss innovative solutions delivered by our members at Supply Chain Partners. Our members can help you to build a high-performing business and supply chain. I'm Dr. Sharon Grant, the founder of Supply Chain Partners. I've worked in the logistics and supply chain management fields for over 20 years, and I specialize in strategic supply chain performance management. Let's now introduce you to our member. With us today is Dean Neville, the Managing Director at Legentia Australia. Legentia Australia is a leading supply chain management technology and freight services provider with international freight forwarding solutions, on-demand warehousing and fulfillment services. Welcome, Dean. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks very much, Sharon. It's wonderful to be here with you. Today's episode is about understanding import freight rate options. Legentia Australia is a trusted partner to some of the world's leading retailers, consumer brands, construction companies, and many other sectors. Dean, understanding freight rate options for importers can get quite complex, and there are many acronyms for shipping terms. Could you please explain the role of the importer in the global trade process? Happy to, Sharon. And you're quite right. There are many acronyms within this industry, unfortunately. The the importer is typically a buyer of overseas manufactured product, and he or she determines what product they need to buy from that supplier. The importer and the supplier will reach an agreement regarding the price of the products, And then the importer procures the product from that manufacturer or supplier from overseas. The supplier will typically organise to package and prepare to ship the products to the importer overseas. And the importer and the supplier will then negotiate how the goods are going to be shipped to home market. This is essentially where the importer needs to be careful because freight arrangements can significantly impact their products pricing. And using as an example, inco terms between the importer and the supplier the mode of transport that the supplier or the importer will use to bring that product to market. And there's a host of many others as well. Thanks, Dean. You've made a very good point about how freight arrangements can impact the product's pricing. What freight rate options are available to the importer? It's a good question, Sharon. There are quite a few different freight options that an importer can utilise. They can, of course, leave the shipping decision and cost with their overseas supplier to arrange up to the destination port on their behalf. But from our perspective, this inherently removes the supply chain control and the decision-making process from the importer, who is actually the owner of those cargoes. We would normally recommend not leaving the freight and shipping decision with the overseas supplier for these reasons. There are risks by doing so with a lack of transit visibility, a lack of freight cost and service control, and risk of higher cost being incurred as the supplier's freight choice can lead to additional downstream challenges that weren't initially forecast in the transaction. So if we were talking about full container load level, the importer has a variety of different shipping services at their disposal. A few of those that we can talk about uh, together today are as follows. So essentially, there is such a thing as, as a BCO rate. It's a BCO essentially stands for beneficiary cargo owner, and that typically is used by corporations who import or export with significant shipping volume. And some examples of what I'm referring to there as a beneficiary cargo owner are large organisations like West Farmers, the Woolworths Group, Meyer Corporation, and so forth. You then move down into the freight forwarders level of control and 
a freight forwarder for a sizable piece of customer cargo or volume per annum will negotiate what's called an NAC rate. And NAC stands for named account customer. So this will typically be available for customers or importers that ship circa 1,000 or more containers per annum. And it likely has special conditions linked with that negotiation process. Some examples of what I'm referring to there are the additional free time use of the container at destination ports above what the shipping line will typically provide as their standard term in number of days. Those rates that is the NAC rates also have longer term validity. They also come with space protection and equipment assurance at the loading port. Commodities are also specifically named under an NAC agreement with a shipping line. For importers of smaller volume of cargo per annum, the freight forwarder is still able to enable an outcome for the customer. We talk about some additional acronyms here spot rates and FAK. Spot rates typically are short-term validity uh, rates, which are a lower cost compared to an NAC, an FAK, or even a BCO rate. The spot rate typically is offered by a shipping line for a specific voyage and vessel as the carrier is attempting to fill their allocation for that vessel almost at a last moment type scenario and after assessing their bookings on hand. FAK stands for freight all kinds. An FAK rate has either a fortnightly or a monthly validity and typically that applies to virtually all general classified cargoes, specifically non-dangerous goods. Thanks, Dean. It's easy to see how the different freight rate options can be quite confusing and complex, especially for importers who are new to the global trade process. What is the role of the freight forwarder in the global trade process and how do they assist the importer with freight rates? happy to talk to this Sharon. Essentially most, not necessarily all, but most Australian-based importers typically source their product from offshore suppliers using INCO terms of FOB, which stands for free on board at the origin loading port, or an alternative INCO term called FCA. FCA stands for free carriage alongside the ship. This essentially leaves the decision and cost of shipping arrangement from overseas into Australia with the importer control. Importantly, the importer is able to control the shipping decision and select their freight forwarder and customs broker. These days, most often, the freight forwarder is also a licensed customs broker. The freight forwarder's role, in simple terms, is to assist the importer with monitoring status of the importer's purchase order with their overseas supplier, usually engaging the freight forwarder's overseas office or agency partner to regularly liaise with the supplier regarding the manufacturing status and to predict the cargo ready date. As the purchase order nears production completion, the freight forwarder will then arrange with the supplier to release empty containers for packing. They will also check and facilitate the export clearance from the origin country, particularly if the supplier does not undertake that themselves. They'll also check the commercial documents for compliance with Australian import regulations, book the shipping space and fix the rate to Australia and onboard the container at the origin loading port. The freight forwarder will also 
also provide in-transit tracking status of the shipment to Australian destination ports. They'll pre-clear the consignment through customs and quarantine formalities coming into Australia. Essentially, we would normally undertake that task prior to the vessel's arrival into the destination port. The freight forwarder will also coordinate the collection of the freight and or the container at the arrival port and deliver that container and its contents through to the importer's warehouse. On occasion, the importer will actually outsource their warehousing function to a 3PL or a third-party logistics warehousing services provider. And in some cases, the freight forwarder is also uh, that facilitator, e.g. such as ourselves. We'll also then dehire the empty container within the free time allowance to ensure that the customer is not incurring cost, which is called detention, on that empty container past its free time allowance that's governed by the shipping contract that the freight forwarder and the importer have selected. There are numerous other functions and services which freight forwarders like ourselves will actually provide. Mostly, these should be free of charge value-added services extended to the customer, and it's essentially a relationship development. So tasks that I'm talking about there, salient industry news and market intelligence, shipping line and rate negotiations and or evaluations, advanced forecasting with the shipping and the purchase order management function. A freight forwarder will typically also be able to these days provide a web-based tracking and data management service. They should also, if they are licensed customs brokers, be able to provide tariff advice and assessment of commodities that the importer is looking to bring into country to ensure that they're actually compliant with Australian regulations. We touched earlier, but third-party logistics, so whether that be typically that's called warehousing services, and those can be supplied at a value-added services level at both origin and destination. The freight forwarder is also able to provide that domestic pick and pack services and domestic trucking services. Thanks, Dean. The freight forwarder definitely plays a significant role. What key challenges are faced when negotiating and deciding the best freight rate option? Generally speaking, Sharon, the type of product and the packaging that's being used by the supplier to contain the products for shipping to destination, they'll also be considerate of the port pairings and the alignment of saying with the most suitable shipping line rate and sailing schedule to meet the importer's need. Product relevance is also an important component of the decision-making process. Promotional or catalogue order product will typically require the most direct and fastest transit time possible. This can lead to higher freightage cost to achieve the arrival deadline. There may even lead to needing to consider air freight as an option of bringing that product into market. Destination delivery location is also important. And using as an example here of what I'm referring to project cargoes, which require more complex logistics chain planning compared with more standard supply chain shipping solutions. Another important component of that decision-making process is the free time needed for the use of the shipping containers at destination delivery location, wherever that might be. And I'm referring more so to challenges that we tend to encounter a lot these days, particularly with warehouse inventory congestion. It could be long road transit time from arrival port to a final unpacked location, which is more rural based and similar type scenarios to what we've just covered off there, Sharon. Thanks, Dean. You have identified many complex challenges. What is the impact of making the wrong decision about freight rate options? There can be numerous examples there, Sharon, and a few that the members who are importers might like to consider. Missing delivery date deadlines, and unfortunately, this can still even happen with the best made plans in this disrupted supply chain environment due to circumstances that are beyond the control of the importer. 
the shipper, even the freight forwarder. Events such as shipping line blank sailings or port bypasses, which unfortunately frequently do occur these days. In transit congestion through transshipment or intermediary ports called by the vessel. Poor weather conditions on route and even typically in this country, unfortunately, disruptions at the arrival ports in Australia through trade union disputes. Destination side consequences and cost. If insufficient free time is not included with the freight rate and booking, that's another example of a consequence of decision about freight rates and not being controlled the way that they should be. And essentially, ultimately, higher costs incurred than what was actually budgeted for. Thanks, Dean. I'm keen to discuss how Legentia Australia has helped its clients. Could you please explain one or two real-life client examples how Legentia Australia has helped its clients to select and negotiate the best freight rate options? Happy to share that with you, Sharon. Hopefully this is meaningful for the members who are importers. A couple of examples that we can use here. One would be Maya, which is quite a famous brand here in Australia, high-end department store business that are a direct sourcing importing retailer. They typically negotiate their international shipping rates under the BCO definition because of the volume that they command per annum. And I'll get into more of the specifics of some savings that we're presenting for them in just a moment. Another example would be Total Energies. We are fortunate here in Australia where Total Energies are import freight forwarder and customs broker, and we also look after their landside logistics. So with both of those customers mentioned there, the Maya business negotiates their shipping line contract rates directly with international shipping lines. The part that Logentia plays in that process is essentially to facilitate the annual RFP that we release out on behalf of Maya to a broad range of international shipping lines that are servicing Australia from markets such as Asia, both North and South, the Indian subcontinent and Europe. Using the alternative example, Total Energies, they're such a large multinational energy business they typically also negotiate their international contracts under BCO terms through their corporate headquarters in France. Right now, the way that the market is changing into Australia and leveraging Legentia's regional expertise and volume that we look after on behalf of our customers into Australia per annum, which is actually in excess of 100,000 containers per annum, both of those entities were locked into contract rates with the international shipping line that were executed earlier this year, essentially in Q1. Since that time, the market has actually started to change. Fortunately, we're now starting to see spot and FAK rates coming into Australia from those marketplaces of Asia, Indian subcontinent, Europe, and even the United States, where the current spot and FAK rate, which we as a freight forwarder are able to access on behalf of our customers, are much cheaper than the annual contracts that both Maya and Total Energies committed to earlier this year. So right now, both of those entities are utilising Legentia's service to save themselves money, essentially, on their import supply chains. Thanks, Dean. They're excellent examples. What would be a key lesson you have learned that could help your future clients? Sharon, there's so many, but if I keep it on point for the members, essentially planning and forecasting 
collaboration is a really good word to actually bring into the conversation at this time as well. That is the collaboration between the importer, their supplier, and the freight forwarder. These are key enablers to making the right decisions with supply chain planning and shipping arrangements into Australia. The relationship between the importer and their freight forwarder, in our opinion, it's a crucial foundation of the importer's supply chain. The freight forwarder can and realistically should be thought of as an extension of the importer's own business. The importer engages the freight forwarder as a professional services supplier and the supplier, in this instance, the freight forwarder, should bring valuable knowledge and capability which assists underwrite the importer's supply chain decision-making process. An open, honest and considered relationship between the importer and freight forwarder will allow the importer to make the best decisions possible on freight and logistics services that will enhance and add value into the importer's overall business proposition. Thanks, Dean. That's a valuable key lesson. Could you please explain how Legentia Australia's international freight forwarding service works? I'm happy to. Legentia, we're a vertically integrated international freight forwarding and contract logistics service provider. We take responsibility for our customers' purchase orders, essentially from the day that they place them with the overseas manufacturer or supplier, and we lifecycle manage that order at all level of detail of that order through the entire critical path, from source to shelf, and using tailored milestones that event manage each stage of the order's transit from the supplier's gate through to delivery of the cargo at destination, be that the importer's own warehouse facility or even using Legentia's warehouses to store, pick and pack and distribute last mile to the importer's end customers, be that B2B or even B2C. We manage a broad range of customer and inventory types, everything from high-end fashion and footwear through to industrial engine lubricants, construction steel product and renewable energy project cargoes. And by project cargoes, I'm really talking out of gauge, heavy lift, remote delivery locations. Legenti has been in business since 1996 and supporting Australian importers and exporters since 2012. We have a global framework of Legentia owned offices spanning Australia and New Zealand, the United Kingdom, Europe, Asia and the United States of America. The Australian business is also a member, we have been since 2016, of the Australian Trusted Trader Program with Border Force, which was previously known as Customs here in Australia. We also carry a variety of ISO certifications which underwrite our services, our occupational health and safety for all of our staff, our environmental impact and our ethical trading policies. Thanks, Dean. That's an extensive service offering. Does your freight forwarding service include value-adding services? It does, Sharon. We undertake that at both origin and destination, actually. In today's heavily constrained market, the importer's goods need to arrive in Australia essentially in a ready-to-go outcome. We reduce friction and pressure points in the domestic supply chain by having value-added work done at origin on behalf of the importer. That's typically undertaken within our own warehousing facilities offshore, whether that be in China, Singapore, Vietnam, India, or anywhere else within the subcontinent. Whether you need kitting, scan packing to a store allocation, or simply buyer's consolidation, our on-ground teams can make all of these things happen. We have a mature, high-quality model operating out of Shanghai, Shenzhen, Ningbo, Mumbai, Colombo, Singapore, obviously also the UK, and more recently out of Poland. We have our own warehouses also spanning here in Australia and also across New Zealand, which allow our customers to outsource their domestic inventory storage and warehousing functions to us. We're here to help any importer that could utilize our services. 
Thanks, Dean. That's excellent. What are the next steps a client should take should they like to use your international freight forwarding services or discuss freight rate options? Thanks, Sharon. The best way to reach us is through our website. We have a variety of methods to be able to contact ourselves. They can search the website and submit an urgent inquiry. Our contact details are under our contact office listing within the website. That is www.legentia.com backslash office listing backslash. You scroll down to the Australian section and you'll find find our locations and contact details and our email addresses. Essentially, we're a relatively flat structured organisation. It's quite likely that once you actually reach out to us, you could actually be dealing with myself in terms of your import supply chain planning and and all re-engineering projects. Excellent. Thanks, Dean. Well, thank you very much, Dean, for joining us today from Legentia Australia. You're most welcome, Sharon. It's been a pleasure to represent Legentia here today and talk to the members. We're an open operation. We look forward to being of assistance to any Australian importer or exporter that would like to have a further discussion about their international ship and supply chain needs. Thanks, Dean. Well, that concludes today's episode about understanding freight rate options with Legentia Australia. You will find all of their contact details listed below. So join us again at Supply Chain Partners TV and Podcast, where we meet with our expert supplier members to discuss key business and supply chain issues, topics and trends, including logistics, supply chain management, technology, and much more. Be sure to click the subscribe button to this Supply Chain Partners channel. We look forward to you joining us again in a future episode.